0: Hey, I'm Kevin Kaufman. I'm joined with Fred Weaver. We are your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast. Where five days a week, you can get great real estate content. On Mondays, Kevin interviews a top rock star in the real estate space. Every Tuesday, we bring you industry headlines, where we look back on the last seven days of news in real estate. Wednesdays and Fridays is iMinute, where we talk about iBuyers in the real estate space. And Thursday, we bring you a weekly business tip. So listen to us anywhere podcasts can be listened to. You can watch most of these podcasts video form on YouTube. And tune in five days a week. And make sure you connect with us on Facebook as well as visit KevinAndFred.com. And you can check out our referral guarantee, right, Kevin? KevinAndFred.com forward slash guarantee. We'd love to receive your real estate referrals here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon. Hey, guys. Kevin here. Today, uh, my guest is a friend of mine, Gogo Bethkey. Gogo is awesome. Her spirit is contagious. I think you're gonna realize that very early on in this interview, Gogo uh, is quite frankly someone I just admire. I love her hustle. I love the way she gets things done. I love the way she gives back to our real estate community as well. So I think you're gonna enjoy this uh, episode. Gogo is gonna share her story, being a not a not someone who was born in our country, uh, but has made everything of her opportunity to live in the United States and build her legacy here. She's truly an amazing person and truly a giver. So I hope you enjoy this uh, episode, my interview with my friend Gogo Bethke. Uh, and also, if you notice, we're going to talk a little bit about. Her boot camp, which uh, on social media, uh, it's called GoGo's Boot Camp. Uh, She's going to be running a really big sale here on that uh, for her birthday coming up the 26th, 27th, and 28th of December. So hopefully if you are inspired, if you like what GoGo has to say, you'll reach out and find out more about that. Uh, But if nothing else, I think you're going to really enjoy this interview and learn a lot from her. So sit back, enjoy, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Next Level Podcast listeners, we are back, and today I am joined by my friend Gogo Bepke. Gogo, how are you doing?
1: I am great. How are you?
0: I am doing great, too. Thanks for, uh, thanks for asking, and more, more importantly, thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me, more importantly.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so I found out that, number one, um, we have a lot in common, including our lack of filter, our love of social media, and uh, the ability to be funny. In pretty much any circumstance, at any any interaction whatsoever. So, and uh, not
1: doing really things that we don't like doing. Period.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and we also both drop the occasional f bomb. That's probably inappropriate at times, but still feels good. So, okay,
1: which takes me to: Is that okay on your show, or is this 18 it, and under? Or what, no, like,
0: you can say fuck or shit or damn or whatever you want to say. It's oh, totally.
1: this is my kind of podcast. Okay, it really is. This.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So hey Gogo, so what? I, so what I thought today is obviously I've got to know you a little bit, uh, and so you've got an interesting story, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to share that with the Next Level podcast listeners. So why don't we go back to first of all? So Gogo is pro- it doesn't sound like quite like an American board name. Uh, tell it, where, where are you from originally, and how long have you been in the United States?
1: Sure. So I'm originally, well, just to complicate things, I am from Romania, but I'm Hungarian by nationality. And the reason why that's important, I mean, for you, Romania and Hungarian really doesn't make a difference. But um, to a Hungarian or Romanian, it makes a huge difference. So I'm Hungarian by nationality. So my real name is Gyöngvér, and nobody can say that. And my nickname was Gyögyu, and nobody can say that. So out of Gyögyu came Gogo. um, And that's how my Americanized name is Gogo.
0: That's awesome, okay, so that's your Americanized name is Gogo, which is totally totally true and way easier to say, so uh, and it, and you, it does and it sticks it totally it totally goes with you so tell us a, tell, tell us a little bit more about yourself, so how long when did you move to the u s
1: So I moved here in two thousand and three I was twenty one years old. Um, I came as an au pair, a living nanny, and I always knew i, I my first recollection of that I'm going to America was in 1989 so we had communism until 1989 in Romania and my dad came home so communism ended they shot Ceausescu and and we got access to the western world and my dad came home with um, a color tv and a, and a vcr player with with two vcrs 48 hours by Eddie Murphy And uh, that's the movie that, that, that's the reason why I'm here in the U.S. I remember watching that movie and I just thought wherever that man is from, like, I thought he was so freaking funny and I just wanted to go wherever that man is at. So that's my eight-year-old little mind remembering I'm going to America, but didn't know that was America. I just knew I'm going wherever that man is at. And uh, so that's my first recollection. And then, you know, how you put it out to the universe and then whatever, however many years goes by. So I was eight at the time. I came here at 21. So 13 years go by. And next thing you know, I'm on a train going to Budapest, Hungary, and from there to the U.S. And I came as an au pair. So wow.
0: Was, yeah. So, okay. So when did you make the transition to real estate? How long, how long have you been in real estate now?
1: Uh, this is my nine, my ninth. So it's going to be my ninth anniversary in May. Ninth so
0: anniversary in May. May. Okay. Yeah. So that will be 2020. So Sort of 2011. What was it that? So obviously the au pair thing maybe worked out for you for a little while, but then you realized, hey, I want to do something a little bit more. What was it about real estate that grabbed your attention?
1: Yeah, so a few years went by in between. So I've been in the country now for what is it, 2019, 18 years, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of years. Only eight of it, I was a realtor. So for 10 years, I did a little bit everything. I was a a waitress. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was a a data entry in a warehouse. I was a secretary. I worked in a jewelry store. Like I pretty much, it it was (laughs) getting to real estate. It was more like a process of elimination, what I don't want to (laughs) be.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's, you know, I think anybody who has a real estate license can kind of relate to that on a certain level, because most of the times it's at least a second or third career, not always. And yes. it's process of elimination or I just realized I couldn't work for somebody else because I, I, I'm just terrible at yes. being a team, uh, you know, taking direction or whatever the case may be. So process well, of elimination.
1: We didn't cover. Are you on time or are you late usually?
0: I, you know, I'm actually always on time. How about you?
1: Thank you. We don't have that in common. Okay. So, so the other reason why I had to be a realtor or not work for somebody else is because I am famous for never being on time. Like I cannot, I'm always 15 minutes late. And so, yeah, with that, I would be probably fired week one. That's you?
0: so funny. You know, um, it, definitely not that this podcast is about me, but I'm the guy who I would rather be 15 minutes early than even one minute late. And I don't know why, because I'm yeah. never really upset if someone else is late. I just, feel, I, I've always felt like this overwhelming need to like, I have to be there. Me- you know, my desk is messy. My, you know, right. I just, I leave, my car is messy, all that stuff. But with time, like I'm punctual. I'm as punctual as I come.
1: So that's the only thing by far we don't have in common. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so being a realtor, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. And uh, my neighbor came to me. She was the marketing director for Capital Title, local title company. And she says, you're so social. You have so many friends. You should be a realtor. I already talked to a brokerage. Go talk to them. Use your phone number. So I went and talked to him. It was, it was I, I mean, I watch HGTV. Like, I can do this. I was a stay-at-home mom. Like, they made it look like it's a walk in the park. So I went and talked to the broker. They offered me that they would even pay for my school if I pass the exam. So I went, took the exam, passed it first try, uh, went in there. They paid me back with my very first closing. So really by far my investment of being a realtor was $0. Wow,
0: that's awesome. So uh, so you just did it like somebody said, hey, you might be good at this. And you said, what the hell, let's give it a shot. Sure. That's kind of that's what it sounds. And then you just went and, so let me ask you. So you just made it sound like it was very like matter of fact but you just went and closed your first deal. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I know for a lot, for most of the industry, it doesn't happen that easily. Was it easy? Did you find it easy from the get-go? Was it a struggle to get to get started?
1: <laughs> when I say it's a walk in a park, I mean like Jurassic Park, you know. Like, <laughs> it's not, it's nothing about real estate is a walk in a park. So, you know, you have the idea of by watching HGTV, I mean, where else would have I got market research, you know, but from HGTV and watching those shows. So I went in there with the idea of like, this is truly just gonna be just as simple as you watch the shows. Like the clients just show up and they all sweet and you're gonna be best friends and you're gonna close on. You know, they they know exactly what house they want and they are pre-qualified and all that. And when you get into reality, you realize, hold on a minute, first of all, where are those clients come from? Like they don't just show up with the cameraman, You know what I mean? Like it doesn't work like that. So first I went into, but I get very, like when I get excited about something, like I will get to the end of YouTube and the end of Google and I will stop everybody and ask them a million questions. Like I am not afraid of asking people questions. So I went into the office and at the time I was probably about 30 years younger than the average agent in the office, the office that I was working in for six and a half years. And I went in there, I went and talked to the tap producing agents and and i remember going in and asking them questions and and i remember one of them saying "Well, wow, this month we spent six thousand dollars with zillow and i was like i just want to make six thousand dollars like i don't have six thousand dollars to spend on zillow leads and then i went into the other lady's office and i asked them she's like "Well, wow, we we called calls so every day we get here at nine we called call until eleven thirty. that gives us about 250 calls and you know 20 of them are gonna answer and two, we're gonna get appointments with seven and then you know we end up gonna getting under contract with two and I was like 250 calls like I have an accent like I'm gonna sound like the dude from India like that is that cool nobody's gonna want (laughs) to buy something with me I'm in pink Michigan like diversity rate here is less than one percent so I'm like, that's not an option for me unless I figure out how to lose my accent, which is still here. So it's not going anywhere. <laughs> and so that was out for me. So then pretty much again, the process of elimination, I figured out, OK, I'm not willing to do this. And I don't have money for that. And I don't have sphere of influence and I don't have experience. And I barely speak English and I'm not from around here. Like I could go through the list of things that I didn't have going for me. So then I had to figure out, OK, how am I going to stick it out? Because I also by that time, I knew the statistics, how 80 percent of the realtors give up in the first two years. And I was like, I am not. Like, if you want to meet the sorest loser ever, you're looking at it. Like, <laughs> the worst loser. Like, I never lose. Like, I will do whatever it takes to win. And so I realized, okay, I'm not going to lose. So, how am I going to win? And the only thing I had going for me at the time, it wasn't money really because we didn't have it, it was social media because it was free advertising. And I could reach people that I've never met, which, again, I'm not from here. Um, I don't know. I don't have high school friends, college friends. I don't have cousins. You know, I mean I literally don't have anyone in this country. So then I figured I can reach them with the power of social media, which Facebook pages at the time were very, very new. Like I was one of the first ones, especially probably here in Michigan. I'm not I don't know about someone in California, but here in Michigan I was one of the first agents that actually had a page.
0: You know, you said something just a minute ago that I think is worth repeating. You said, um, I'm not gonna lose, so how am I going to win? Um that and I think that's the tough I think that's the question that so many people miss or they forget to ask themselves is okay it 's hard you know you just named a like you just right before that you named a bunch of different ways you realized you weren 't going to win, but then the next question was, how am I going to win and I think that's so important and that 's a theme that i that I see uh, repeat with people who are winners and people that who accomplish things is they 're always going okay great here 's a hundred reasons why i can 't do it, but there's one there's this one reason why I can or why I should or how I should and I think that's so important to emphasize because uh not not enough of us do that in life and and in business so um i I just wanted to point that out um so okay so 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 social media so you you decided great i can use that that's the thing i'll do so what what next what happened after that
1: so then i realized what am i going to post about because i'm brand new (laughs) like i don't have listings i don't have buyers i don't have experience i don't even know what i don't know you know i mean so then i just started posting about what is happening, what I learned today, because I'm also like, I would go to meetings. And I think this is so, so, so important for brand new agents. Like, what am I, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do today? Like, I don't know anybody in the industry. I don't have clients. Well, then go meet the experts in the industry. So I literally set up lunches or coffees every single day for months. I would take out five lenders this week, then I would take out five title companies this week, then I would take out meet them for coffees, three dollars. You don't have to feed them for lunch. You know what I mean? And then just take their brain. And I literally would post about stuff I learned today. Like I remember some of the biggest things that getting into real estate. I thought that the eighty thousand dollar house is going to be paid cash. And then the $500,000 house is going to be mortgaged. I was like, oh, hold on a minute because reality is really the opposite. For the $80,000 house, barely two of them can qualify for a mortgage. And the $500,000 house, the guy's going to cut a check for. And I was like, oh, okay. This is what I learned today. You know, I mean, like I didn't even know that above a certain um, dollar value, you can get a typical mortgage, like you cut off. Like like things like that when I got into the industry that you don't know. And then you start sharing. And by sharing the knowledge automatically makes you an expert. So the more I, I showed them my hustle and the more I showed them what I learned today, the more they realized, hold on a minute, she's in the industry. And that's the other thing. Like when you get into something new, even though you got coin, you're going to be a realtor. Your friends know you just got a freaking license. (laughs) Ink on your license hasn't dried yet, and now you're hitting them up for the largest investment of their lifetime to try to represent them. So it's understandable that they don't want to do that. But by showing your hustle and showing that even two, three years later, you're still in it and you're still hustling. Then by that time you earned their business because they were the ones that knew you in the first place. And then strangers, they don't know you brand new. So what do they care? So the strangers are going to take you to the point where your friends and family finally going to start to use you. Um, but I think by posting all that stuff, it, it shows you that a, you're in it, you're not giving up and it shows your hustle and your work ethic. And you just earn that, that following by clients and then other realtors too.
0: Yeah, that's so good. That And that is, uh, That is so true. That's been my experience as well and something that I think a lot of agents like ask that question, What should I be posting about Uh, and not even realizing the effect of just talking about what you're learning in in the eyes of your audience, no matter how big or small it is, makes them view you as an expert in whatever it is that that thing is. Uh, True or not, that's the view that they begin to take on. And I think that's the power of social media, which I know we're going to talk about a, a little bit more because you've started to, to really use that. So tell me, okay, so you realize, hey, I'm going to go in with social media. And um, then like what happened? So tell me about like the progression of that. Did your career sort of take off once you started just focusing on social media? Was there other like bigger problems that you ran into? Or like, tell me about that process.
1: So it was, um, I always had it very good. So I I don't have horror stories with social media, you know, of course, everybody that decides to do it, there's a few things that you have to always keep on top of your mind. Um, safety first, you know, yep. you don't meet strangers at o'clock at night in a, you know, vacant lot that has a barn on it and it's dark outside. Like, you yeah. don't do that. You don't, I don't care how big of a rush they are in or they only have five minutes in town and they're driving through and they must see this house. You know, meet them there, you meet them in the office to take a copy of their license. If they're not willing to give their license, then they can find another realtor. You know what I mean? So safety always first. And then um, second, I wanted to oh, with social media. Um, so then- I forgot my thought of a dream. I was was taking you there somewhere.
0: Yeah. So I was, I was asking about like, okay, so you realize, Hey, social media is going to be the way I kind of make my way. And people started, you started posting about all the things you were learning because you were taking these people to lunch uh, or to coffee and learning. uh, And so people started to trust you. Then did you realize like, Hey, I'm having some success here because of what I'm posting on social media immediately and start to double down on that. Or or what did that look like in that kind of the early part of your career?
1: Yeah. So I never actually run ads. So I can't double down unless I start posting twice a day <laughs> 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 with the doubling down. But yeah, you realize, I mean, especially when it's a page, you realize then what you're posting, it gives you insights. And then you start saying, oh, you know, twice the amount of people commented or liked this, what I posted. So I need to post more of that. And then you start seeing, they're asking you questions and then you respond, which when they ask you a question, that makes you what? An expert. And yeah. then when you and then soon they start reaching out it's like oh you know um I think we're gonna be thinking about having a baby and and I think in in four months when I'm like halfway through my pregnancy we would want to move and you know things like that and then I started an excel sheet and and uh, you know started keeping track of people and putting people in my calendar as reminders so originally it was an excel sheet of how I kept track of people and then you graduate into a CRM program and now I have two CRM programs and I use them for you know for different reasons because then you start lead generating in different ways so everything that you learn I I mean, it took me, it wasn't an overnight process and it was definitely a lot of like try and error um, in there. But most of my business is through influence or social media and I don't run ads. So all that is as organic as can be. If you see me run ads, it's for Google's Bootcamp. I don't really run ads for Google's Real Estate. If I ever have, I mean, I think um, two years ago, I checked my ad account and I spent like $800 all year round. And that was like, you know, throwing 20 bucks at a boost and things like that. But usually I do not run ads. So all of my sales are organic.
0: That's awesome. So, tell me about so your sales business. So you mentioned Put Go Go's Bootcamp, which I want to talk about as well because um, I think that's cool that you're actually teaching people how to do something that you've done. Part of my biggest uh, biggest gripe in our industry is there's people teaching people to do something that they have actually never done themselves. So, like they'll teach agents how to use social media, to sell real estate, but they don't have a real estate license, and that always, quite frankly, bugs the hell out of me. And or so like
1: they have like seven hundred followers, and I'm <laughs> like
0: have that. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, I don't need you for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely, I like the, I like the ones that, the ones that I do purchase classes from, I'm the same way, it's like, I want you to walk the walk and talk the talk, not just, don't teach me a concept of, you know, how it needs to be done if you haven't done it yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in, uh, it's not that I won't listen to somebody who hasn't done something, as long as they're very clear that they're, talking about a concept and not from a place of being an expert and somebody who has the experience when they don't really have it to me that that's not okay and there's too much of that in our industry so that's one of the things i appreciate about you so you still have your real estate business and then you tell me about this so you've transitioned and you mentioned gogo's boot camp so that's like a is that social media boot camp for hey i'm an agent and i want to now i want to build my business the way you built your business
1: Yes. Yeah, so um I got to a point. So let me take you kinda through the transition. So I started the Facebook page and that was between like me and clients, kind of local.
0: Okay. And then
1: you get to a point in your career when you kind of need to bitch. And I'm so happy I can say this word on this one. Because I can never really truly replace it and say how I really feel. So I got to a point in my career when um, you know, when the walk in the park with the clients became Jurassic Park and I just needed to like kind of about a little bit you know what it really takes to be a realtor and everything that you go through and how you save a deal and and you know how some people are just flat out mean and they would you know put a knife in your back if they if they could and um and the other thing it's like you have to have thick skin in real estate like everybody tells you that but you don't know until you're like elbow deep in it of like how thick it needs to be like I can't even I could you know there are some stories out there like I don't know how I survived it and um so I decided, I'm like, okay, I need to, like, put a, I I need to, like, release all this, like, thing that's inside of me, this rage, so just let you know, put it out and let somebody else have it and deal with it so I don't blow up where I don't like just flat out leave the industry one day. And so I decided I'm going to start an Instagram page, um, named it the same thing, but I somehow, and I don't know why God usually has plans before you understand what those plans are. Um, I started talking the good, bad, and the ugly side of real estate. So I started having realtors that followed me. Um, so my Instagram, I would say probably 95% of realtors or small business owners were my Facebook It's probably 95% local clients and customers.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. And then, because I started on Instagram and, and and it was a different spin, still same real estate and being a realtor, but a different spin on it, realtors started following me. And then we get the same questions over and over again. How did you generate all these transactions? How did you generate all these followers? How do you get it all organically? How do you do it without spending a penny? How do you, how do you, how do you, and I love what I get to do. And truly, if I could just teach realtors how to be the best realtors they can be for the least amount of time. That's how I know I made it. That's how I would feel like I'm not working. I'm doing what I get to do, what I love doing. And so I would having the same conversation 10, 20, 50 times a day. And finally it occurred to me, I'm like, why don't I just videotape myself and send them to the video to watch it so I'm not repeating myself? Because then you start losing your marbles. Like, did I already tell you that? Or was that the guy like two phone calls ago? You know yep. what I mean? I was like, I can't keep doing this um and then so i decided okay i'm going to videotape myself and that's how gogo's bootcamp came about of pretty much recording the the good bad and the ugly and everything that it took me um to build gogo's real estate from start to finish so it's not just purely social media training but it is mostly social media training but it is a lot of so it's three series the first one is social media and the basics it teaches you what to do what not to do why I did it certain way how to do it without money pretty much how to have your brand built where they reach out to you versus you having to cold call and do things like that Then the second one is how to work in your business so anything from crm programs how to build those funnels how to make sure that you're capturing all that then you have to your automated drip campaigns you know closing gifts buy side gifts like everything that it takes to actually like run a business and then the last series is how to work on your business because eventually your goal is to have a business that runs without you you know it lead generates without you closes without you you make commission without actually showing up and physically being the one opening the doors and um, so that those are the three series and we have a workshop in there that uh, mark z and myself we did to our local agents here that is uh, video recorded it's over 10 hours of training literally any aspect of the real estate industry the difference between the two of us is i do it without money he does it with money So it's kind of like a cool, um, contrast between talking about the same open house, like how I do open houses versus how they do open houses. So the the whole thing of how to run business with or without money. So it's kind of a a cool training. And then now you're coming out with mindset, um, because you realize I would say probably a good 80 to 90% of your success is in your head between the two years. And
0: so much of it is up here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I have about 50 plus videos of all of the life lessons that I've learned <laughs> and the lessons that I learned from that, um, uh, the stories that happened and the lessons that I learned from that, hopefully t- to help other agents to come to the conclusions without having to go through that that lesson. And then also 2.0 coming out now because I created Google's Bootcamp probably a, over a year ago mm-hmm. now. Um, and Instagram changes their algorithm about, you know, every five days. So exactly. Um, yeah. So we needed to like do a little bit of an update. I can never truly be up to date with Instagram cause they are that fast, but just the gist of it. Um, and it covers anything from like Google, my business and reviews and all that stuff that, you know, are very, very important to run a business. And so that's pretty much is the bootcamp.
0: That's awesome. So that what I love about there is that you threw in the piece for, you know, Mark Z and for those of you who don't know Mark Z, Gogo and I both know him cause he's at, he, we're at the same brokerage and he's here with us as well. And, um, he runs a really big business, right? And he has a lot, he has a big marketing budget, uh, yeah. you know, everything from billboards to TV, radio, et cetera. And whereas to you, you're going, hey, you're on the opposite end of that same spectrum of, I'm not spending any money. Like, I'm going to, this is going to be organic. And there's a lot of people think I, they have to do it one way or the other. And the reality is, you can actually do the same thing either way, with money or without money. Uh, or it's a matter meet
1: of meet each other halfway, you know, have a good, solid, organic based followers and then throw some money at it sometimes.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people use the excuse of like, you know, take Mark Z for an example of, course, he can do it because he spends a lot of money on advertising or, uh, and that is such a cop-out because the reality is you could just put time and effort into it uh, or some sort of combination, like you said, of time, money, and and effort into it to have like a like a hybrid there. So that's very cool that you did that in your business because I think that is something that a lot of folks miss. So that's really cool. And then so your real estate business too. So you mentioned to me off air, hopefully it's okay that I bring this up, but you mentioned your your husband is now selling real estate as well. And he's new. So he's new in the business. Um, how has that process been uh, for, for you to have? Okay, because like you started to really dominate in real estate and now along comes your husband. Like, how has that been?
1: So uh, I like, the reason why I love him is because he's a very solid of a human being. Like I'm no pushover. If you haven't noticed, even though I'm five foot, five foot two, but I have like a 6.7 personality, six foot seven, you know what I mean? So it's like, it needs a man, like a solid man to be able to live with me and put up with me for years. And and then imagine being in business with, uh, with that. So that's what I love about him. He's going to hold his ground. He doesn't need me, doesn't need my name and brand. He's been in sales prior to this. So he's been um, corporate America, but sales. Um, so he's fine with that. And he's his own agent. So he's not you know, he's not GoGo's real estate by any means. He has the BetKey Group, and that's his thing that he's building. And, and his first month, he did 600000 without my help. Um, that's three transactions lower end. So now he's working on, you know, um, upping his price range. But for a first monther, I think he's doing very, very well. Um, so he's going to do just fine. And of course, he has the, the, don't get me wrong, we work together, I mean, all day, every day. Um, and he gets to ask me questions, and, but he's not necessarily doing it my way. You Know he's uh he does social media and he does very well with it. Um, but he also is more um social. Like, if he could take clients fishing or hunting, he would rather do that. If he could show houses on his boat, he would rather do that.
0: Gotcha, okay, that's so that's very cool.
1: Outdoorsy, outdoorsy clientele that you know it's, it's not my cup of tea.
0: That's awesome. So, with him coming in now into the real estate industry, now obviously you're going to run things. You mentioned separately, like he's got the Bethke Group and uh, not GoGo's Real Estate, um, but you're starting to obviously put a lot of time into the boot camp. So how do you? How are you as someone who number one has a good solid real estate business, but also has this other thing over here, which you said earlier brings you a lot of joy to bring to realtors? How do you balance that, and what does that balance look like for you? Like how much time are you putting into say GoGo's boot camp and that content and that community? versus like your actual real estate sales business these days?
1: Yeah, so I did, um, this year I did just a little south of 6 million, I think, or 6.0, 6 point, low 6 million or high fives, I think. Um, I did up my price range, so my average was in the low 400, so it was lesser transactions. Uh, but I still did, you know, pretty good with everything else that's on my plate right now with the boot camp and then public speaking. I, I spoke in Vegas four times alone this year. Like those are trips that takes you at least two, three days out of town. And so I also have a local team. Um, so we do that. So any anytime that I can't open doors. Also, my full-time assistant Christy or office managers, now she's licensed. So she can do that. All the door opening where in the past she wasn't licensed. So she couldn't have me with inspections or door openings or negotiations or any of that. All that was on my plate. So now she can have me with all that. I'm still planning on and working with the people that I personally know. And then everybody else that comes in, uh, being a referral, we have 112 agents now. So the leads will go out to them, or if they're local, like very close to us and Dwayne knows them and stuff, then my husband. going to work
0: on it that's awesome i I love that you so you're very clear on what that business looks like today and where it's going uh in the future so well you kind of
1: have to be because you can't just like throw it and be like oh peace out like now i'm going here like you know i mean you can't you can't necessarily just uh uh, leave them high and dry and, and, and it's not like I'm leaving real estate I'm not I, I truly enjoy working with people the problem is though in, when you sign a contract you're signing it to to represent their best interest and if I happen to be out of town and the perfect property comes on the market if you're on the buy side I can't service you so they have to be with the understanding that they might get me or they might get somebody from my team that's going to be opening doors. But I'll be here to market it, to negotiate it, to happen to through the transaction. I might not be the one physically opening the doors because it's not their best interest. Um, same on the listing side. I'm always upfront with them. I'm not going to be the one holding it open over the weekend. We hold it open every weekend, Saturday, Sunday, but I'm not the one holding it open. That's awesome. So they know that up front. Um, what I think, what I bring to the table is my pit bull negotiation skills and my marketing skills, and that's what I'm best at, and that's where my, uh, that's where the best return on my time invested is at. And then everything else that it it takes to sell a home, it's usually um, divided for other agents.
0: Awesome. So, what what does twenty twenty hold for you? Like, what are your what are your big goals in twenty twenty? What are you, what are you planning to make happen? Cause I wouldn't even say, what are you, I shouldn't even call them goals. I should just say, go, go. What are you going to do in 2020? Because if there's anything I've learned about you so far is that you're actually just going to go do uh, what it is that you, that you want that I, that to do. Yeah, now,
1: I do. I do believe that goals are important in writing it down. It's very important, but even more important is letting the world know in the universe, what you're going to do. So most of my posts are truly from the heart. And I literally just did one this morning talking about my 2020. So I'm going to read that to see all of the things that I came up with. Um, Let's see. What's on your 2020 business plan is what I asked them. We got a month to be prepared. Let's get on it. We are trying to decide if we need a local office or not. So that's one of the things. My husband would like to have a local office for a local team. I never ran a team team. Um, mine is called a self-organized team, meaning everybody's a full-time agent on it. If and when I give them a lead, it's a 50-50 split. But other than that, everybody's building their own empire, their own brand. They don't need mine. I, you know, I don't need their help, yada, yada. So I don't necessarily need a, a local office, but I think it would be helpful if we had you know i mean and but my five-year goal does not it's not in Pinkney, michigan you know I, I imagine myself five years from now somewhere on the beach wondering if i'm going to do yoga today or tennis <laughs> and a commercial lease you can't really sign under five years so i'm like i don't want to sign if i sign a five-year lease i can probably do it for two years but i don't see myself necessarily here five years from now um, so that was one of the things do we or do we not find a local office and and run a local team besides the self-organized team, like an actual sender team. Um, And then let's see, but our local team, okay, 42 agents. We grew, so we grew 9.3 agents every month. Wow. That's pretty good. Almost 10 agents a month. That's big. So I would like to double that in 2020. So that's one of my goals. Um, And I know it's not, uh, it sounds crazy, but it's not that hard when, you know, if I bring 10 and they just each bring one, that's already doubling the team. So that's how I look at it. Um, I would like to have that in every single state, not in just in the state of Michigan. Now in 18 states, I would love to be in 50 states. Um, I would like to have a two comma club award. Do you know what that is?
0: Two commas. Yeah, that means there's seven digits. Yeah, i like
1: to have a two comma club from uh, ClickFunnels because that's where GoGo's Bootcamp is built on. So I would like to take the bootcamp to, uh, to receive a two comma club award. So that's uh, one of my big goals for next year. Um, oh, and I want Dwayne to be an icon agent in his first year of real estate.
0: Something tells me he's probably that going would- to be...
1: Yeah, so that would require 33 transactions for him if he stays with his current price range or he would have to up his price range to um, get there faster. But yeah, those are the goals that I wrote down.
0: Well, that's awesome. So um, before I wrap up and ask you my final question, um, I've kind of got one like side question, which is number one, where do people find you? So if somebody wants to follow you on Instagram or on Facebook, what's the best way for our listeners to to connect with you?
1: Go-Go's Real Estate.
0: Gogo's real estate. Okay, and is that everywhere? That's the username everywhere.
1: Everywhere besides LinkedIn. You know how LinkedIn you have to be your own name. So that's sorry. That's Gogobatkey.
0: Okay, awesome. So Gogo's real estate, and we'll put the link in the show notes for that. Um, What What did I miss? What should we talk about that we haven't talked about so far?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I think maybe just the part where people say oh I can't do that like I can't see myself on video I don't like the way I look or sound like I think that's one of the biggest thing what's stopping people from having a social media account and then also I think as soon as they realize that they're not selling real estate they're selling themselves for their own services is when their account is going to take off so I think I think that's so important for them to realize because as soon as you realize you're selling yourself then you're going to have a much easier your time talking about who you are what you stand for your hustle what your day structure is structured like what you believe in what book you just read you know what just happened to you at an open house like anything that is you now you can apply it and that's what going to bring in the clients on the door because people want to work with people alike you know, if I know who you are, and I know that we would click, and if we got dropped off on a de- deserted island, you and me could talk until the sun comes and it goes down a hundred times over, then I know I can hang with you for 30 days. It doesn't feel like work. Like I can, we can be friends through the transaction. And that's the easiest way when you show your true side and people reach out to you. And that's my goal is, is to teach everyone how to answer the phone versus having to dial them and go through the, like, I truly don't know a script. Like. I don't know what people learn and all of the different scenarios and they know how to respond to it because I never had to learn that. So my goal is to have everyone build a brand and teach them how to do that. So then they can just literally, I mean, I don't want to just say to sit around and wait for the calls to come in, but that's how I, I pretty much built my business. Is, is my goal is to have them reach, to, reach out to you. So
0: you yeah, know. that's and
1: then awesome. The videos and all that, when people say, you know, I don't like the way I look and sound, guess what? Everybody who knows you knows what you look and sound. Okay, and the ones that don't
0: know you, then
1: what the fuck do you care what they think? Yep. They don't know you. What
0: do you care? Totally agree. Uh, You you nailed it. Like that's and that is the biggest objection I've ever heard from people. Uh, You know, we started Friday and I started using video in our business in November of 2009, um, and have haven't stopped. And that the biggest objection I get from people when they go, "Well, how do you do that?" "Oh, I don't want to do it." Because, and it's that, I don't know, I don't like what I look like. I don't want, I don't like what I sound like. Uh, and they want it to be perfect. You know, they want it to be like, it's going to act like they're a movie star or something. And, and the reality is, is like you said, your friends and family and people you already know, they already know what you look like and sound like. Uh, and anybody else that would disqualify you, I got this piece of advice from somebody. Um, and he was one that helped us out with our video marketing uh, to begin, you know, in 2009 was he said, you know, anybody who's going to disqualify you because of what you put out on video whether it's your clothes, your, the way you sound, the way you talk, the way, anything like that. He's like, that's actually good because now they're not gonna waste your time in person or on the phone. They're gonna disqualify themselves on their own time. And I went, holy crap, that is the smartest thing. Like That's, for me, the light bulb went off and I went, okay, I get it. Uh, and that's what I love about just putting it all out there and being you online and, and making and, that happen. So.
1: Yeah, and as talk, talking about putting it all out there, it's also a huge decision you have to make uh, when you decide that you're going to do social media is because you can't lie. You can't fluff. You can't. You just see yeah, it's going to have to be the good, bad, and the other. You have to share the true um, story and, and everything that's true about your business is because otherwise it, it bites you in the butt. <clears throat> so I think that's also very important when you decide to take the route, then you're going to always say the truth.
0: Absolutely. Well, I actually think we covered my last question in the last couple in the last couple of minutes. So uh, I'm going to ask it anyway, so you can feel free to say refer back to the last couple uh, of answers, but uh, last question I like to ask all my guests before we sign off is: What are the top three pieces of advice you give for kicking more ass? So, uh, someone who's maybe a coworker, a friend, a family member, just someone who maybe you mentor comes to you and says, "Go, go! I just I, I want to kick more ass in life, both business life, you name it. What are your top three pieces of advice for for them?"
1: Oh gosh, you put me on the spot! I need mean, prepared for that let's see i I always have a quote, so every six posts is a quote, so I want to see of like what have I been posting lately um, You know, I think one of the things is, is I have women reach out to me and I'll tell you a story. you're gonna like this one, and they say, well you know i I'm just a little bit too how do I say this too good looking." Um, to be on here and I want people to take me seriously and and I feel like people don't take you seriously if you're good looking and and one of my that's one of my pet peeves is because I feel like yes we do judge the book by the color you wouldn't I mean by the cover you wouldn't take the book off the shelf if it wasn't appetizing to you but at the same time in order to get to really know the book you would have to read the content you know what I mean yeah. and I feel like in in today's society sometimes we get hung up on the cover and we never actually open the book and I got into a listing situation where I had, uh, it was, a, they mo- interviewed multiple agents <clears throat> and they narrowed it down to me and a guy. And they called me. It, it was grandpa grandma's house and their grandson who called me and said, hey, they really like you and they like, would like to work with you. But they, is there any chance you have a different business card? One that you are not so busty on. And I was like, I'll show you my business card. Let me see if I have one handy. And so this is me, the lady in the red dress that I have on every single social media profile. And that's, yes, it has a cleavage, but it's not like, you don't see my nipples. You know I mean? I'm not in a bathing suit. Like it, it's a nice dress with just cleavage. And I was just so, so mad. And I, and I thought about it for a quick second. And I was like, you know what? Since you guys are trying to decide if my marketing abilities have to do with my boob size Then did you ask his marketing abilities and negotiating skills based on what's in his pants since my body part is a decision-making factor here did you ask him about his body part how big or small it is like how is that fair how do you decide based on my boob size if I'm going to be able to sell your home or not so that was huge so I think for me I think it's time especially going to 2020 for women to change the world and the mentality how some people not all but some people think about how you can't be sexy and smart at the same time so i think you can be whoever you want to be especially in 2020 and this applies to men as well like you know i mean if you want to be have a sleeve of tattoos if if that's what you are and who you are then i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have a sleeve of tattoo and would love to sell or buy with you
0: there's a there's an attorney here locally in the phoenix area that he's like the tattooed lawyer uh the tattooed attorney and he is like covered. He's he's got sleeves. You know, it's funny you mentioned something, uh, when something that came to my mind was, you know, someone reaches out to you and say, Hey, I'm really good looking. Uh, I want people to take me seriously. So I'm afraid to to do that. And I thought, you know, that's interesting. And I can, I can totally understand why, why somebody would have that initial thought. But I also thought is, I also know that there's an equal number of people who go, you know what, I'm not that attract physically attractive. Um, I could never do what GoGo does because I'm not pretty. I don't have blonde hair, I, or in my case, I, in my case, I don't have hair. Like whatever. And you that know? also
1: applies. It's so not true. Yeah. You know why it's not true? I mean, I can come up with ten names, and I'd rather not name them. But they have tens of millions of followers on Instagram, and they make millions of dollars. And I, they are not famous for their looks.
0: Yep, I totally agree. I, I, I just, I think it's one of those things. It's one of those um those things that we use to kind of keep ourselves down, we have this belief of, well, I can't do it because I'm not good looking, or I can't do it because I don't spend money like Mark does, or I can't do it because I don't have blonde hair, or I can't do it because, 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 because if I make the problem uh, external, then I don't, I never have to look internal about what it is I'm doing.
1: Yeah. So I just think it's like, whatever it is that me stopping you from doing it, still do it no matter what. And then no matter what people think of you, of whoever you are as a person and whatever your personality is, you need to rock that because if you don't, you're not gonna be happy doing what you're doing. And if you're not happy, then you're working. And my goal is to not work a day and get paid. Like don't get me wrong, you're never gonna sit me, watch me pick my nose all day because that's not what I do. But what I mean, I don't work is that I get to do what I love so it doesn't feel like work.
0: Absolutely. Well, that is awesome. Go, go, Bethke. Thank you so much for being our guest today. i um, super excited, guys. Follow her on Instagram. Find her everywhere you can uh, and learn from her. And what's the website for the bootcamp?
1: It's gogo'sbootcamp.com.
0: That's easy enough to remember gogo'sbootcamp.com. All right, guys. Well, then, another,
1: another one that I think is very important. For sure. Can you read it?
0: Rule number one fuck what they think. I love that. <laughs> i absolutely love that that's a great one you For can't those of you...
1: it on anyone's opinion one of my favorite thing was uh, if i can deposit your opinion in my bank account then it doesn't matter oh i love that as soon as i can deposit that i start caring
0: that's a good one i like it i'm gonna i'm gonna write that one down as soon as we get off <laughs> air so awesome go sometimes,
1: go yeah, sometimes the opinion about you it, it will become a commission so sometimes you kind of have to alter your personality to look and sound and feel like what would make them fluffy for 30 days um but other than that if i can deposit it it really doesn't matter
0: i totally agree and you get to the good thing is you get to decide whether or not you do that and when you do that yeah Yeah. Yeah. awesome all right guys we will talk to you next week go go thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me
0: no problem it's my pleasure that's it for today's show